This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. <gasps> All right, it's time for us. We are making notes and doing other things, getting ready for to present the amazing vintage scandal of May 23rd, 2018. I was helping Julia with the packing item for the trip that she's going on. Where where it's going to be colder than it is here. Yeah. Oh, oh, as usual when you go somewhere. I know. I I bought another jacket with (laughs) the idea of wearing it in Paris. She buys all of her coats. I see myself this in Barcelona. (laughs) I I see myself this at the St. Regis on the top of Switzerland's biggest mountain. She's got the best fantasy life of anyone. I know. It's real life, too. Well, it is. Well, yeah, I know. Well, there is that Which I love. too. I know, but anyway, I do really love when I have an image of a coat. You know, something I see it. Yes, I, I love see this. It. Okay, so uh, I thought for vintage skin last week we enjoyed a little royal vintage yes. skin because of the wedding, and I thought uh, the vintage scandal today would be tied in with our Paul Stanley from Kiss talking about how much he loved groupies. And I don't know if people realize, and we don't know who is going to be the next great groupie, because you never hear from the groupies until usually years later, 20 years after they're no longer a groupie. And the most famous groupie, at least that I know for like, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s is Pamela DeBar. Is she the same person we talked about before? Yes, we've always talked about her. She's considered, she gave herself the name, the Queen of the Groupies. And she wrote a band, she wrote a book, Glorious. Right. 1987, I'm with the band, Confessions of a Groupie. And she did the one thing that you want when someone is going to be confessing and she told all a the groupie. details. She told us everything, and it was fantastic. That's yep. what we flip and want. Okay. okay, so who are we going to hear about today? So it's worth revisiting. I looked okay. up uh, I'm With The Band. She does have, there is a Wikipedia page. Here's what it says. Uh, Kirkus Reviews said it is a classic account of rampant narcissism among guitar egomaniacs. Love it. Mm-hmm. And enjoyed considerable success and it was very shocking and scandalous because it was really the first time that we'd had a woman declare herself a groupie right. and name names and list her sexual conquests. And there was a lot of slut shaming uh, that went on for her about it because how dare you as a woman be so sexual? How you know right. what I mean? There's was a, she an a English gal or American gal? So wait, I mean, yeah, she. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So she's Pamela Ann Miller. Okay, and um, uh, yes, she. 
so let me don't 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 get me off track. Right. Okay, so the book was issued in eighty seven. Then it came out in audio book in nineteen ninety five in CD, mm-hmm. and then it was a paperback in two thousand and five, mm-hmm. and then it came out in Amazon Kindle. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. You know, that's a yeah. lot of ways that book well, has stood the test of time. The- Highly. Uh, recommend uh, the book. So anyway, so one of the things that would be, uh, if you don't have time to read this super famous memoir, and let's face it, she would have been described as a super slut. super foxy. No, oh. not a oh. slut. So you try not oh. try not to read while you're listening to me. Okay, that would really help the whole vintage scandal All right. segment. Okay, she was an attractive woman in the day. Super foxy yes. is how you would have described. Okay, okay. okay. just I love it. keeping yeah. with the times, right. and she. Had no personal boundaries to speak of. Absolutely loved sex. And she loved rock and roll music. And she screwed everybody. Yes, okay? she did. And she did not only the stars of the band, the singers, but the bass players, the roadies. I mean, she was prolific in in what she was doing. And if you're gonna if you're gonna screw your way through two year two decades. Of your younger life. Yeah, we want to know everything. So here, I'm going to give it to you in a nutshell. Who she hooked up with, okay? Uh, Captain Beefheart. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't even know who that is. English. 70s. 70s. He had maybe a couple of hits. You would know him. But he just got a hand job. Davy Jones's stand-in on the monkeys. Hysterical. He just felt up her boobs. (laughs) Okay, hysterical. Bobby Beausoleil of the Manson family fame. Okay. Okay. What What happened with him? They did it. Okay. Jim Morrison, she made Ooh, out wow. extensively with him while huffing Trimar, that stuff that uh, you use in movies to set lakes on fire. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm just telling you. Jimi Hendrix's ba- uh, bass player almost took her their virginity, but not all the way. Okay. Nicholas St. Nicholas, Steppenwolf bass okay. guitar, okay. who did successfully relieve her of her virginity. Okay. Frank Zappa, who then later hired her to be the nanny to his kids. Yeah. So, Tiny Tim. But <gasps> they didn't do it. Oh. They just played miniature hockey and ate candy bars. And he gave her the nickname Miss Pamela, which kind of stuck with her. Because he was married to Miss Suze. I don't know that he was married to Miss Vicky no. at the time. Um, everybody in the Flying Burrito Brothers except Graham Parsons. Okay. Okay, Jimmy Page. Mick Jagger, he also tried to get her, Pamela, into a three-way with her, Michelle Phillips, and him. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. Don't you just love mm-hmm. the night after Altamont? Ooh. Yeah. A Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Robert Plant, Keith Moon, Don Johnson, as in... She lived with him. Yeah, who she cheated on with Keith Moon. And obviously, her eventual husband. So, she turned down a date with Elvis Presley. Oh Lori. yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. Uh, and she had. She also writes in her book. You learn about her girl group. The GTOs is what girls together outrageously, openly, overtly. And they kind of worked in tandem as a a groupie posse. Wow. Okay, I'm not really sure everything that everyone did, but they couldn't sing, uh, but they looked great, and they were. You know, they also did some teen girl spoken word thing. You know, they tried to make something. And uh, anyway, uh, people described it I'm at the time when it came out. If you're a 
kid of the 70s and you read that book, Go Ask Alice, mm-hmm. this book reads like a super fun, crazy version of Go Ask Alice. There's Have so- you ever read it? Go Ask Alice? No, this book. Yes, this book, but a long, long, like when it came out, I wanted to read it because I wanted to know all the dirty details of all the, because, I mean, she just did drugs and with absolutely everybody and screwed everybody and- is like, she alive? Like uh, with Jim she Morrison. Yeah. Okay. She's 69. Like, yeah, she's 69. Jim Morrison, you know, she he was the most beautiful man she'd oh, ever he seen. Was beautiful. He was so gorgeous. Everything uh, about him was uh, perfect. And she said um, she couldn't sleep with Jimi Hendrix. And she goes into the description. She was too young. She was only 17. His charisma was huge. He almost kind of... Was afraid of her, but you know, she, wow. But she didn't. She just said, you know, when she heard the end, the the door song. Mm-hmm. This is the end. Yes, mm-hmm. she said. I had to find out. I I knew I was going to sleep with that person. Is that the that isn't the name of the song? Is it the end? It isn't. It isn't. I thought. It was, I thought but... it had a different name. Oh, okay. Well, but I know what you're talking about, but I felt like it was a different name. But yeah, this is the end. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This is the end, my friend. Yes, yes. The so she end. wanders. She's living in Hollywood, wanders over to the house that it's coming out of. And there's Jimmy Jim Morrison standing next to his refrigerator in unzipped leather pants, no shirt, no underwear, looking like a rock god singing along to his own record. Wow. (laughs) And she just started, you know, I mean, the first time she made out passionately with him was backstage after a Doors gig. Wow. But, I mean, can you imagine? That was her neighbor. And then, you know, Keith... You know, uh, the whole thing with Keith Moon. I mean, I don't know. Who's Keith Moon? Okay, so... The drummer for The Who. Yeah, for The Who. Oh, okay. You're right, it was the end. Yeah, and she... Her her encounters with rock stars happened when she was in high school, and a classmate introduced her to his cousin, rocker Captain Beefheart, the guy she gave the hand job to. He quickly introduced her to The Who's drummer, Keith Moon, who became enchanted with her. And she said, our racy improvisions went on long past dawn. We took handfuls of pills and he drank vodka like he was dying of thirst. He could be light and silly, but he had this terrible dark side. And one night when we were in bed, he broke down and started to cry, calling himself a murderer. And DeBar claimed that Keith Moon, then 23, confessed he'd run over his chauffeur, 24-year-old Cornelius Bolin, outside of a club in England in 1970. And Keith Moon said he was trying to escape a mob of skinheads. Oh, my gosh. And Rolling Stone reported at the time that Keith Moon pleaded guilty to drunk driving, driving without a license, but the court wiped all the charges and the tragedy was ruled an accidental death, but that his death haunted Keith Moon. And Keith told me... He blamed himself because he was stoned and he would wake up screaming. It was Yuck. so sad. It was an accident, but he blamed himself. Yuck. So, well, I mean, it is really, that. she had a front row seat to like the, just the glorious debauchery and she owned it and she wanted to be part like of it. I don't think it's like that anymore though, Lori. 
Well, it might not be because of social, social media. media. People can't try. Stuff. They, you, it can't everyone can take a picture. Everyone can do. Very true. See, I don't think it's like. I mean, there was a freedom in anonymity in not yeah. having cameras, mm-hmm. yeah. not having phones right. with you. I mean, right. I don't know that people will ever be able to experience that level of freedom because yeah. everything there's cameras in the elevators now I mean, you know what i mean it was not like this before yeah so it I, was so much freer yeah so it might that might be a book i would like to go back and yeah. read it because i've I'm forgotten about it i'm with the band is what it's called and she's it's written on several others i know but that is her first <laughs> yeah, that is the first, that yeah. is the one you want to read that is the one that dishes it's kind of like um oh um what's his name and um remember the old uh the, there's been a couple of Motley, the Nikki, Nikki Six. Nikki, Nikki Six. I mean, he wrote a good. I mean, remember the gal who was the video vixen's confessions of a video vixen, Vanessa Stephens, Kareen Stephens, yeah, and her description of sleeping yeah. with. Uh, yeah, and there's always, you know. Yes, thank you, Donnie. Anyway, but uh, she, it's 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 kind of good, and yeah, I do I do think that uh, it'd be worth revisiting. revisiting. The love life. If you're interested in, you know, also, you know, crocheted bikinis, Jurgen <laughs> sand lotions, waking up on Jim Morrison's uh, rug. Coppertone. Yeah, yeah. And for 14 years, she was married to actor Michael DeBar. That's right. Remember him? Who, which guy was, was he? he again? Oh, Michael. If, I, if, if look, we saw a photo if you saw him, him, you'd say, yeah, I remember that guy. That guy. I'm yeah. just thinking of the DeBarge yeah. that Janet Jackson marries. Yeah, yeah. yeah different spelling. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and in the updated version, Dave Navarro, Navarro Navar- gives uh, homage to her in a foreword by just uh, basically proclaiming, yes, this is the woman who basically screwed all the rock star gods of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Wow. Listen to her stories. All right, listen, that's it. Sorry, it had to be so racy. We'll be right back. Oh, you heard 